0: I'm really glad you guys decided to come back and listen to part two. So let's go ahead and continue with this episode. So, Matter of fact, here's, here's another way, you know, here's another thing to consider. Um, emails, emails go a long, long way. I respond to my emails as soon as I wake up. I mean, if I wake up and I, I check my phone, I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff in my phone, whether I'm, uh, looking at text messages that I slept through or, or um, whatever notifications I get on Facebook or something. Cause you know, I, I'm on social media just like anybody else, but my emails before I go to social media and do whatever fun stuff I have on my phone, fun, fun notifications I have on my phone. I go right to my emails and I answer my emails as fast as I possibly can. And if I'm awake throughout the day and I get an email, I absolutely respond as fast as I possibly can too, because that is part of your customer service, right? Um, I've had, uh, people send me emails inquiring about business or whatever, or even, uh, get emails through my YouTube channel. And people have a question about a product I was reviewing or talking about, and I will respond as, I mean, as fast as I can, hopefully, you know, I can respond within minutes. And what happens almost every single time that I do, the, the, that person who emailed me initially, the first thing they'll say is, wow, thanks for the rapid reply. I didn't expect you to respond so quickly. You know, as if they're used to not getting a response from people they reach out to on a regular basis. That's terrible. That's terrible customer service. You know, this is not like dating somebody and you get their phone number and, you know, you try to call them back in a couple of days to not seem desperate. The, the two-day rule the two day rule doesn't apply here. You know what I mean? You can't be like, okay, I'm just going to wait it out a little bit. So I don't seem like I'm desperate to get back to them. No, you are absolutely desperate to get back to them. And you want to get back to them as as fast as humanly possible, because that is potential client. That's your business there. You know, you, you want to respond as fast as possible to get to them as quick as possible so that, You know, it's a chance that they may not have only emailed you for that service. So say they emailed two or three other people with the exact same question for the exact same service. You wait a day or two to respond because you're busy or too busy. So while you're waiting, the other two or three people that they did email, they respond right away. Like, how can I help you? What can I do for you? You think they're going to sit back and wait for you to respond after the other businesses who are just as good as you provide the same services you have responded right away. Nah, no, you just missed out. You don't want to give an opportunity to your competitor to take your client away from you, you know? And like I said, the ultimate goal, at least for me, the ultimate goal is to be that go to, I want to be that go to photographer, be that go to photo editor, be that go to video creator, that content creator. I want to be that person, you know? having new clients you know like I was saying uh, in the episode talking about working for other uh, working a nine to five I hate the redundancy of working a nine to five I hate the Monday through Fridays well you know the difference for me for as far as freelancing goes I love the the repetitiveness of return clients you know I love those same clients that come back because chances are in at least in my experience chances are that those clients that come back to me, It's for the same business, same service all the time. So what that means is I know exactly what they want. I know exactly how to give it to them to where they're satisfied. And I can get to them, satisfy them quickly, and then get back to trying to find other clients uh, soon thereafter, you know, and it's not that I see those clients every single day. So it's not like the Monday through Friday, nine to five type of redundancy, but when they do come back, it's guaranteed work. Chances are, it's going to be just like what you've already provided for them, which they already love, which is why they came back to you in the first place. And you get to get it done quickly and then get back to other potential clients and other jobs that you can do. So, you know, that customer service answering emails right away, that's life. And also along with having, uh, I mean, responding to emails, I encourage my clients to email me because One, (laughs) believe it or not, man, believe it or not, as much as I'm talking your ear off on this podcast, I generally do not like talking on the phone that much, you know? I mean, even with people that I know, I mean, yeah, of course i talk to my mom all day long, you know, my mom and dad, I talk to my parents all day long, but talking on the phone just for talking on the phone's sake, eh, not so much, you know, send me a text message or something like that. But um, <laughs> for emails, emails, I you know, I generally don't necessarily like talking to clients initially because I it, it catches me off guard. What I mean is if a client sends me an email, they send me a list of what they're looking for, what they want, that gives me time to read the email, figure out what my rate is for that particular job, and it also gives me a paper trail. So just say a client hired me to take a photo of whatever product they're selling. And they wanted a photo from the front photo from the side, the back, and then a lifestyle image where I integrate that, that product into a bathroom or a kitchen scene or something like that. I deliver that. And then they say, Oh, well, I also wanted this, that and the other. Well, let me, let's go back and look at the email. Well, in the email, you said you wanted front side, back and a lifestyle image. And I've given you front side, back and a lifestyle image. Now you want something different that's going to cost you an additional fee for extra photos, you know, that gives you that paper trail. Whereas if they call you or, you know, somebody says, Hey, uh, I'm such and such email, give me a call real quick. So we can discuss this. I always encourage them to email me a list of what they want. Even if I end up having to talk to them on the phone, I still encourage them to email me a list of what they want because I need that paper trail. And not only is the paper trail good for, for me, as far as making sure I deliver exactly what they want, because I get to look at the, the bullet points of what they want, but, um, it's, it's good. Well, I mean, that makes good customer service because I get to look at exactly what they wanted. I get to look at exactly what they wanted and deliver exactly what they wanted. There's no question about it. There's that paper trail. That's their, that's the back and forth between the customer and myself and Instead of them calling me directly and telling me what they want and me having to think of a fee on the fly and then something might change, there's no history of that change. You know, I could sit here on the phone and talk to you and write down some notes or, you know, or whatever, and still try to keep up with what you said you wanted. But that then becomes your word against mine. However, if we email me each other, have a correspondence going with the emails, there's no disputing what you said you wanted. What I delivered, what you paid for, everybody's happy. You know what I mean? So email, email is life to me. You know, I mean, it's part of customer service. That's, that's life for me. You know, it keeps everything in order. Keeps everything tight. Keeps that paper trail. You want that paper trail, you know, make sure everything's written down so you can keep track. And with that, I will close out this podcast about emails with the tip that I said I was gonna give you at the end of this episode. Here is the tip. This is very important. This is a very important tip. So please be sure to make, you know, take note or, you know, if you're subscribed to this podcast, you can always come back and listen to it. But here's the tip. This is, this is very important. So um, emails, you want to make sure that you have a professional email address. I have, I have a bunch of email addresses. You know, I have some for spam, just to give out. Like if you go to someplace and, Oh, we'll give you a receipt. Uh, let me add you to our email list. I'll just give them some spam email address because I don't want the email coming from that business anyway. And I just don't want to be rude. So I'll go ahead and give them something. You know, your professional email address has to be exactly that. So you ever come across a business or something online and you want to email them and their email address would be something like, uh, you can't touch this at, or you can't touch this clothing at gmail.com or I'm the baddest you ever knew at yahoo.com. And it's like, that's not, I don't want to patronize that business. I just, you know, I mean, considering that their business is not called, you can't touch this, you know, but it'll be something crazy. Like nobody was fresher than me in high school at Yahoo or AOL or hotmail.com or something like that. Right. You don't want that. Like, my name is Ahmed Roberson. My website is a robersonphoto.com. My email address is Ahmed at a robersonphoto.com. You see, it's not Ahmed at Gmail or Ahmed Roberson at Gmail or Yahoo. You know, I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong for this, but if I'm looking at a business and They have their website up or anything or something like that, whether, you know, even if they're just getting started. If I see a business and they don't have a professional email account, it's hard for me to take that business serious because it tells me that you're not taking your business serious. And I understand there are associated costs with uh, running a business and getting your website and email addresses set up. But honestly, it's not that expensive to where. I mean, I think even in today's time, you could get an email address associated with your website address for free. So you don't have to go to the default Yahoo or Gmail. So if you have an email account with a Yahoo or a Gmail on it, to me, that tells me you're not serious. You know, like I said, my website is a Roberson com. If my email address was Ahmed Roberson photos at com, How serious would you take me? You know? But when you see my email addresses, Ahmed at com or even info at com, it lets you know that I'm serious because my email address is t- t- attached directly to my website. You know, it, that is pretty much as professional as I can make my email address. arobersonphoto.com Ahmed at com. It gets no more direct than that, you know, and that that's the tip. That is very important to make sure that your email address corresponds with your website. You know, even, I mean, if you're at the point where all you have right now is uh, Facebook or Instagram or something like that, then I get it. But you will at some point have to grow past having just an Instagram or uh, just a Facebook or Twitter or something like that. You're going to have to have a physical website. And when you do, it is imperative that you have an email address that corresponds it it, i mean it goes hand in hand that's just good business you know i mean think about banking for example you know you got your money in chase bank you don't want to be like info at chasebank.yahoo.com or something right no you want it to be customer service or help at chase.com right It, it makes more sense it seems more professional to you at least to me it does so and i hope you get that too i hope you Understand what I'm trying to uh, relay here uh, as far as having your your email address be in correspondence, uh, be directly related to your website address. You know, it's that that's not fake it till you make it. You know, it's all about appearances. You know, you want to make sure your your business appears professional, but that's not faking it till you're making it. That's really what you want to do. You want to have your email address uh, directly linked to your your website name. It's just more professional that way to me to me and hopefully to you. So anything I hope you well, so anyway I hope you were able to gain something from this episode and most importantly that customer service is life that you know you want to have a professional email address a professional email uh, associated with your website and how important it is to get back to your customers right away. You know, you don't want to lose your customer by taking too long to respond to those emails, and you want to uh, respond to your emails with a with with a smile, you know you want to be happy that they're patronizing you, that they're coming to you for the service that you're providing. You know if you're not happy about it, they might be able to tell that you're not happy about it and go to go to somebody else for that same service, and now you're really upset. You know so. Um, anyway, this is uh, Ahmed. I'm Creative Roberson, and I will see you on the next episode.